Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. This is the podcast where we're digging into the digital revolution and the remarkable changes taking place across the business world with the advent of digital technology and streamlined processes and the capabilities for companies to do things they were not able to do in the past. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Workday, and we're delighted to talk about today Workday Adaptive Planning with a customer of theirs. Ray Alwani is Director of Business Systems Process and Strategy at NMAX, a leading utility company. Ray, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. Thanks, Bob. Happy to be here. So, Ray, you know, you've got, first of all, your industry, you're in overall utilities has changed so much, and then NMAX itself is rolling along with that. So just wanted to try to get some understanding here about it. Um, if you could share with us a little maybe before and after perspective, um, this idea you've talked about of the ability to generate what-if scenarios, right, to be able to look at, you know, what could happen in this fast-changing world of ours. Uh, we see that, you know, in some ways, these scenarios have been possible in the past, but as you described it, Ray, they took a pretty long time, and it was uh, perhaps not as precise as you'd like to be. What is sort of the before and after case, Ray, and how is that helping NMAX achieve its goals? Well, I think the, the simplest way I can explain it, Bob, is adaptive has given us the ability to plan efficiently. Uh, so what I mean by that is every day information comes in that's going to change your financial outlook, right? So uh, it could be something as small as when you think you're going to hire someone, um, or it could be as big as a global pandemic that's going to change what projects you're going to execute for the year, when you're going to execute them. So prior to adaptive, utilizing that information and making changes um, wasn't nearly as efficient as it is now. So an example I'd like to use, we used to have a cost allocation job, took 10 hours to run. You know, it basically took all of our corporate services costs, allocated them out to different parts of the company. And because it took so long to run, uh, we would run it overnight. And that job was dependent on everyone's plan for the year. So imagine you update your plan, you run the job overnight, the next day something changes, you know? And, and so prior to adaptive, the decision point was, well, well, should we change it now? Should we wait until next month? So there was constantly those constraints to just simply updating your plan. Um, and all of that now has, has virtually gone away. Um, so now with adaptive in that example, that same process takes us about 15 minutes. Okay. So I can log in from wherever I want because it's cloud-based for the most part, whenever I want, uh, we open up the plan for pretty much most of the year. And imagine taking anything in life that used to take a day uh, and now it takes 15 minutes, right? It just completely changes the conversation. So, so that's the biggest thing for us. Um, so what we're now able to do is iterate the plan, run different what-if scenarios, see the changes far more efficiently than what we used to do. And that's been a game changer. Well, Ray, I liked how you described that when you said, you know, you've got this plan overnight, but what if something changes? Now, maybe in the past we weren't, you know, uh, subject to so many changes, but you can almost bet that in today's world, something is going to change. So that opportunity, so what is that? A uh, Almost like a 60 times improvement from 10 hours to 15 minutes. It's a, uh, yeah. What do you do with that extra time? Oh gosh. Well, well, I think to me, planning is all about iterations, right? So uh -huh. So the more you can iterate the plan, the better plan you're gonna have. And so honestly, we just take that time to do more iterations of the plan. So, so we've done a couple of things. The first thing we've done is 
um, we've deployed what we call a self-service model. So our belief was the business areas have the information or the best information in a lot of cases to know what the future is going to look like. Um, so we deployed a self-service model. They can access adapter themselves. They can update the plan themselves. Um, and so we just use that extra time to actually utilize all of the information that's available almost right up to the point where we need to report that plan up to our executive team or to our board. So because we're able to turn things around so much quicker, the plans are more accurate. Um, they use the information that's actually at hand at the current time. So it's just been, it's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. Ray, that's interesting how you put that too, because one of the other subjects that you've talked about is this need for continuous innovation. So mm -hmm. what you just described there about that opportunity to continue to iterate, to move that along, not have innovation be something that's, you know, uh, we'll, we'll innovate twice a year and cross our fingers, but instead this can be something that happens continuously. And I particularly liked how you brought out with these critical regulatory applications that have a company like NMAX has to deal with. So could you tell us a little bit about this new view of what continuous innovation means for your team and for NMAX? Yeah, absolutely. So I think in our experience, there's typically three things that we find needs to be in place to, to really drive this concept of continuous innovation. So, so the first thing is the actual technology. So the technology that is in place that supports the business process, it's got to almost enable change. And that's not always the case. You know, there's some products out there that are actually quite difficult to just change. Um, it either takes too much time or costs too much money. Um, so whatever those reasons may be, those are innovation killers. So adaptable technology, absolutely critical. Um, and adaptive checks that box. Um, the second thing for us is, is how you organize people. So we've done a really good job within our finance organization at creating teams that can execute change. Mm -hmm. um, and I think in order to do that efficiently, you need people that understand process, that understand system configuration, data, project management, change management. And we've managed to create teams for both our Workday financials and our Workday adaptive planning products mm -hmm. that can do all of those things within a single team. And so they're able to go into business, identify opportunities to innovate and actually execute the end-to-end -end delivery of those changes. Um, the third thing is buy-in. Mm -hmm. So people need to be accepting of change. Um, so we've been very intentional at bringing our business areas and our different finance teams kind of along for the ride. Um, and so one of the reasons I think our adaptive implementation has been so successful and why we've been able to innovate over the years is we didn't limit our user base to just finance. So we're constantly getting requests directly from our business areas to deploy new models, to change how things are working and adapted because they see the value. They're the ones that are actually in there. Um, and so the demand is, is almost endless. Um, so a couple of things we've been able to do over the years. Um, we've managed to move all of our capital forecasting into adaptive, which wasn't in place when we originally went live. Um, and that took a lot of collaboration with our finance team. Um, we've been able to move all of our regulatory accounting and regulatory applications um, into adaptive. And again, that was us bringing another team along for the ride, showing them what the product was capable of doing. And so we worked hand in hand to do that. So we brought pretty much a lot of our core planning functions across the org into adaptive. Um, so it's kind of all in one place in one product. Yeah. Yeah. Ray and that, uh, that notion you mentioned a minute ago about pulling people from other teams into it. So it, it becomes not this isolated or sort of siloed process that, 
People think I don't have a stake in that. I want to talk to you in a second about that, especially around the, the subject of data and how getting more data into the hands of more people is so important. But just to go back one second, you used a really interesting term there describing, you, you talked about, you said certain things are innovation killers. That sounds like, you know, every company should have that list of what those innovation killers are, because these days that is a, that, that is a, a list you want to eliminate, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, the, the big thing for us is we've, we've created almost capacity within our organization to, to really innovate. You know, it's, it's tough to do things from, you know, quote unquote side of your desk a lot of the time. So, so we've got teams that are for the most part dedicated to almost special project work. Mm -hmm. um, and the key there for us has been a lot of innovation you need to not only change technology, but you're changing process, you're changing people, you're changing the data you're showing them, when you're showing that, how you're showing it. And so if you can create the ability to do that within a single team, we've just found that to be really effective at actually changing. Yeah, yeah, Ray, that's, that's a great insight. Um, so Ray, on this subject of data, right, you know, it's become so important to everybody, I could imagine in a utilities company and uh, both for your internal operations and also the new types of data your customers want to know about. Could you talk a little bit about how uh, adaptive planning has helped you uh, be able to do things with data that you weren't able to do before? Yeah, I think one thing, Bob, is um, before adaptive, we had multiple versions of plans. So we have different versions of a forecast, different versions of a budget. Um, different parts, there wasn't necessarily one source of truth for our plan. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we would have to kind of get in place that was pretty foundational for us is this concept of one plan where our yearly forecast, our long-term forecast is all a single plan version in Adaptive. And that was a real game changer for us because mm -hmm. nobody really questioned the data anymore. Um, there was one source of truth. It didn't matter if you wanted to know what was gonna happen next month or in 2024. You went to the same place, the same version, and everyone edited a single version. Mm -hmm. So that was really key to us because now we're able to take all that information, disseminate it out to the different business areas, and they can use it for whatever purpose they need. So everyone's working off of the same data set. Um, that was really key for us. Um, the second change was we have the same characteristics on the data for both you know, our actuals and our plan. And, and that's one of the benefits of being on board day for both planning and for financials. So the data that's actually reflective of historicals plus forward looking looks and feels the same. Mm. And so it's a little bit easier to interpret. Um, and so that's been very helpful for us as well. Um, Ray, you know, one thing that you talked about there too as well, you know, the one work day, the one plan, you know, the single version of the truth that seems to be so essential. So NMAX uses not only Workday Adaptive Planning, but also the Workday HCM and Workday Financials. How valuable, how important has it been for NMAX to have that sort of single view across those three key applications? I mean, I think it's been pretty critical for us. We, uh, we were on HCM for quite a while. Uh, we then moved to financials in 2018 and planning in 2019. I think some of the biggest benefits we've seen is a big component of our financial planning is staff related. Mm -hmm. um, and we've managed to integrate 
our work to HCM system with our adaptive system so that when you're going into adaptive and forecasting out your staffing costs, we're able to show users the latest and greatest data that's in our HCM system. So what our current staffing contingent is, um, what our proposed hires are, it's almost a starting point to then build out your financial forecast for your staffing costs. And that information between Workday HR, financials, and adaptive is integrating in some cases every single day. Mm-hmm. So we give people access to the information they need when they need it to then plan. Um, and that's been really beneficial for us. The second thing we've been able to do is because we're on financials and adaptive, it's a lot easier to have the systems talk to each other. So we're able to send in all of our actuals data every single night into adaptive. Um, Users can actually drill back from adaptive back into Workday, see more detail if they need to. So again, we've we've almost removed all of the constraints to plan effectively. Um, And having the same platform for all of those systems has been a, a critical component of that. Ray, you know, I hear a lot the term, the democratization of data, and I'm not always sure some companies use that term exactly what they mean, but it sounds like what you just said there, with all that data in, you said users can come in, they can check things, they don't have to go to 10 different places and then try to, you know, translate what that means over here and this language over here. Uh, I think more and more these days, right, Ray, if people in a company feel like I can have access to data and I can make a difference in what our company does, that is helps to build that spirit of innovation that you talked about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the conversation is just different now than it used to be, right? So so now if, if somebody wants to change something, um, it, the decision point is not now, again, you know, should we change it? How difficult is it to change it? Um, is the change actually relevant based on the information? Am I using the most accurate information? I mean, when you go into the system, you're seeing information as of literally, you know, the previous day. Right. And so it's really empowered people, I think, to shift their focus now to just what is my plan? Um, And if something needs to change, they can just go in, change it, hit save, five seconds, they're done. Um, And part of the reason that I think we've been able to get to this point is, is again, back to that concept of if people have access to the information they need when they need it, they can do their jobs effectively, right? And, And planning is no different. Well, Ray, thanks. This has been uh, very much an eye-opener here for how NMAX has been using Workday Adaptive Planning and the benefits it's had. Before we wrap up, Ray, any last word that you wanted to share? Oh, gosh. I just think, you know, um, our experience with with the product of Adaptive, I think it's been probably the most successful thing that we've done within our finance organization probably in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um it's been really noticeable even within our executive team and how quickly we're able to turn information around. Um, even they see a, a huge difference in just our capability to now plan. Um, and so a last thought I have is, you know, if you can really focus on finding the right product that is able to change and innovate and just makes things easier for you, it's just an absolute game changer. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Ray, thanks so much for being with us. This has been a great conversation. Awesome. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for having me. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live and for getting to uh, pick up some keen ideas and insights here in this episode brought to you by Workday as we talk about giving customers the power to adapt.
We'll see you next time.